When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. Hello, Kenny. Podcast time. It Second is time for the week. Podcast time. Will it be an award winner like the last one? Even though not only were we not misquoted by Barrett Sports Media, <laughs> we weren't even quoted. <laughs> Figures, the one thing that I thought was tailor-made. I did, I know, I do it. For the fine people at Barrett Sports Media, who, of course, has uh, continuously confused the two of our voices. I always wonder that with fans. I've heard shows over the years, news, Pony and Muller did it. Pony and Muller did it for a while. I couldn't couldn't decipher who they were. Really? Yeah, because I I knew knew Pony. Now, I've gotten closer to them over the years. Um, You you continue to be arm's length. Uh, You're arm's length with everybody. But uh, <laughs> I, I've gotten closer to both of them over the years, but that was the one thing I, when I first listened to them. And I liked both of them. I liked Chris before, and I liked Pony before. Uh. And I heard them together, and I went, oh, boy. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> I'm like, these guys sound exactly alike. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to it more, and you're, you're able to... Now I, I notice the difference. I notice the difference right off were now. You ever it, somebody, I don't even think about it now. Were you ever somebody that cared what the voices were? What do you mean? Like, could you get past... Certain voices. If you just didn't like someone's voice, could you get past it? Like uh, I, I did. Like I'm being dead serious. Yeah. I, uh, I there have been shows over the years, and yet there have been guys that I'm like, man, I just get used to it. I get used to any voice, whether it's like a teacher in high school or a professor in college. You're like I got to listen to this voice for the next however many weeks. I think well, people do that with us. To that's why I wonder. Levels, yeah, that's why I wonder. And then uh, I didn't know it's going to steer it in this direction. But this comes up anytime the 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 Browns have Beth Moens or whatever. Anytime there's a female broadcaster, fans will say it's the voice. Is it really the voice that it sounds different from well, a man's okay, voice, or it is, is it that it's a woman? I was told at the University of Akron that there was a scientific study that a man's voice is more pleasing on the radio. Well, and is, Dr. N.J. Brown told me that. So is that because... You can look her up. So I wonder. I wonder in her research, because I'm sure in academia, they do everything they can to isolate every variable and make sure that they come up with a conclusion. But Is it because that's all you heard from 19-whatever? I wonder to, if that's the case. 
then that became more pleasing to the ear. What changed? Had it have just been women? Had yeah. it have been women? Because women were obviously the uh, what do you call them? The, the, the phone switch, the the the, the telephone Tele- operator. If you need help, yeah. hang up and then dial your operator. The, the switchboard operators were all women for the longest time. So I, I don't know. Well, the the uh, NPR uh, voiceover woman is very good. Yes, or I, at least I I don't. I don't know what constitutes good. I, it's she's pleasing to my ears. How about the woman that was was doing cereal, like that voice? Which one was just very the the first one? Because that's the that's the only oh the oh the podcast yeah yeah the podcast that was very relaxing. Her voice was very relaxing. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. The women on uh, the sweaty balls sketch, <laughs> their voices were very cathartic. I like, I, I've always liked Doris Bur- uh, Burke's voice. Yeah, so I, I, you know, obviously it's going to be. For a second, I thought I had a brain fart and said Delta Burke by accident. Delta Burke. <laughs> I liked her voice on Designing Women. Yeah. Was that Designing Women? That's the one it was. Designing Women. So, uh, you know, when it comes to voice, like I can get past it. I, I certainly can get past it. It might take a little bit, and I'd be like, all right, who's this? Do I like them? But I would you do the what, same for for anybody. You know what famously grating voice I always found uh, as a kid? I found hot. Who's that? Fran Drescher. Fran, okay. My mother's grave. I was like, okay. yeah, this is I like this. Are you somebody that <laughs> when you crazy. watch a movie, so Sarah and I can't come up with movies we have uh, with with between her in-laws and us, we have access to almost everything. Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, HBO, Showtime, we have almost everything. Congratulations. And well, we're not paying for all of it. We'll see how long this lasts. The uh, entire so, series of cops. And so we we uh we've watched every one of those. I thought some of my parents might have been spotted on some of those. Another relatives. Anyway, uh, thank God that never came to Cleveland. I think we've expressed that before. Man, it never was here. It was never yeah. here. Cops was never here. When we are watching the trailers for shows, <laughs> this is so bad. If we hear an accent, nah. <laughs> and we always try to put it nicely. Really? We're like, ah, we'll, like the Banshee movie. What is the, the Banshee movie? I don't know. The what one is... that everybody, you either love that movie or yeah. you hate it. Now, artistically, I want to watch it really bad. Uh-huh. But I, right now, am not ready to put myself in that stuff. I'm so stubborn about it, in that mindset of I have to listen to these accents for two hours. I have a my barber and everybody who goes there, I mean, they are king Irish. I mean, it is mm-hmm. as Irish as it gets, but it's not the Irish barber. Um, yeah. He's in West Park, and I mean, West Park has a predominantly Irish Catholic neighborhood and yeah. things like that. And uh, they are, and I he, he was telling me about it. He's like, I hate it. I go, What? I go, you're Mr. Mr. Irish. What are you talking about? He was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't take it. Did he get through the whole thing? Yeah. He said he hated it. Really? He said he hated it. And I mean, I've heard I've heard either people are rave reviews, like it brings their emotions, and then I just hear people just loathe that movie. And I it's in my queue. I know I gotta watch it. I will watch. Listen, if you tell me there's a quirky the movie, are hearing, hearing, hearing. that's the one. I don't know what the rest. And there was a huge marketing push for this movie. the The main character was an SNL, and obviously the other one is what Colin uh, Farrell. Colin Farrell's very Firth. famous actor. So I'll, I'll Quinn. I'll watch Jost. anything. Like there was a movie. Obviously, we joke about Tusk all the time. There's a movie about. Uh, these these guys are trying to match make all the presidents. These men. people know, then they turn them into an animal of their choosing. It was something about a lobster. I watched it. It was quirky. I thought it was kind of funny. It was stupid. It was. I know. I heard I have to see Midsummer. Which one is that? 
I don't know. It, I heard I had to see it. I heard there's some pretty gratuitous violence at times, which I'm not necessarily down with. Uh-huh. I like uh, psychological thrillers. I like uh, para, uh, paranormal thrillers. Oh, the movie's called The Lobster. Oh, okay. There's some big-time actors in that, too. Uh, but it's silly, but it's quirky. I will watch if it's very artsy. I'll watch it, but for whatever reason, this is maybe the American in me, is that if I hear accent, I have to be ready for it, and me and my wife at the same time oh. are not going to sit down and watch an amazing movie. Well, I used to be that way with subtitles, but now because she has subtitles on everything, I'll watch a she European film with subtitles. On oh yeah, so now I'm just watching it. Is it is so annoying. It is, I don't know why. but you know what? It's it's done, Kenny. It's helped me because I realize my hearing is starting to go a little bit. I'm learning that there's so much mumbling in movies yes. that distract me, and then I don't know the characters' names. And if you're reading it, you're not going to miss some of those plot points. Right. Because you're absorbing it more. Because you're seeing them act it out. You're seeing their mouth, and you're reading it. And sometimes it's there's actually even, helped me. Yeah, but I'm looking at the I'm I know. looking at the thing more than I am the actual film. Sometimes there's like even it. stage direction in the subtitles that and music. you don't pick up. Oh. That it'll and it'll tell you like sound in the distance to the left, and like that might be a part of the storyline that you need to know, but you just don't get that yeah, don't because like you're it. just watching. I. I have a hearing problem, so I subtitle a lot too, especially dramas. Comedies don't really need a subtitle, but well, what's incredible to me is as as professional as all these movies are made, and it must mean my hearing is going. I can't hear the damn words. I'm sitting there going, yeah. I have no idea what they said. And Sarah will go go back, and she's like, Why don't you put the subtitles on? You know, I like the subtitles, and we're sitting there arguing about it. So I just leave the subtitles up on a lot of stuff now. I, it's been a definite yeah. transition because I never thought I'd be subtitled. Oh, I just guy. got I just got used to it and put subtitles on, but I don't like it. And I turn them off mm-hmm. as soon as I possibly can. But that was I get very annoyed by subtitles. But that was the hard um, the struggle when Squid Games came out. Do I want the subtitles or do I want the dubbed in American interpretation, which wasn't always one hundred percent? Wasn't never, always what the what the screenplay. Well, so I'm doing. I just. Yesterday, I watched the Pepsi Where Is My Jet, and the last episode... Is it good? It's pretty good. I think I knew some of the story, but it's pretty good. But the last episode... I always thought he got to keep the jet. I didn't realize he did. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, whoops-a-daisy. No, I don't know. I mean, they kind of allude to it and stuff. I'm not worried Uh, about... There is a a part where they go to the Philippines because Pepsi has had a run-in with a different contest over there. So for three episodes, I haven't... It's been background. I'm kind of paying attention, kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> to start the fourth episode, they're in the Philippines. Everyone's speaking Tagalog, which is what they, they speak. And, like, so now I've got to go, nope, put the phone down so uh, I can figure out what's going on because I've already invested time you in it. You have to. There's, you have so to now I have to know. There's been a couple of documentaries. I'm like, uh, i got to pay attention to this. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I'm not bothered by accent. The only thing... I get bothered by, and Lyman knows this, and you know this, but you might not know where I'm going with this, Owen. The only thing I get bothered by is fake radio guy voice mm-hmm. or fake broadcaster voice. Hello, everybody. My name's Ken Carmen, and I'm here to tell you about the weather today. And I'm seeing more and more TV people do that. Why is that? Uh, I could tell you that in watching, maybe out of sheer jealousy, you've noted this too, Kenny. Every young play-by-play guy right now on ESPN has the same damn voice. Every single one of them hits the same marks. They have the same intonation on their voice. The, the range 
on that voice, it's all the same. All of them. I don't know who's doing the games. I'll listen in, and they oh, almost, I, oh, yeah, oh, they, I, yeah, they want them to blend all in because they don't have to pay my them as much. Boss, my first boss, and I've told you this before, and I, I should stop saying that as well. My first boss, um, like I, I'm, there are certain guys who are here that I I've taken a liking to, and I want to cultivate and help, and in for whatever reason, Hody has been one of them, and uh, I don't treat Hody anywhere near the way my old boss has treated me, but I I I, I have a heavy hand. And because this is the way that mm. I was brought up, and and I think it was the right way, and my bosses are still bosses in radio, and I I've been on, I've gone on to to put together a decent career here, and so I I think I can impart some wisdom there, but obviously not to handle it the same way. Because honestly, if I'd have handled it, I, if I handled things the same way now as my bosses did uh, in two thousand nine. Even though that's not terribly long ago, I'd be fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, they treated me in a way that would definitely get you fired now. But it was different then. They would ridicule me to no level about puking on the microphone. And because the first ever high the first ever high school football game I did, like any time, like people do this all the time. They go, Ken, why do you sound differently on the Browns broadcast than you do there? I go, one, I'm doing an interview and I have to be quiet because there's a certain Browns reporter that I like, but a lot of other people really dislike, and he gets really annoyed by it because my voice rolls down the hallway like a bowling ball. Two, um, it, it is it has got to be a little bit different just because I, I can't <clears throat> get all excited and cough and do things like that with you. It's got to be different there. But in honesty, when I first started doing it, it was, hello, you, you, boy, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just hate that so much, and it was the best thing that my bosses ever did was ridiculed me to no end to get done with that. We'll pick it up in there at some other point. Do we have them? All right. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in in a few minutes. (laughs) Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Put them through. Hey, we have a guy on time today. Yeah, Vic Joseph joins us from WWE. One for three. Why do we have to call PR guy to get a hold of you? That's what you got to do now, man. I don't know. 
Well, I got to call a PR person to get a hold of a friend that I've known for a, a decade now. Is that it? That's oh, how it's going to well, work. Well, if, if we were so good at friends, you would have just texted me personally and not had I, your I handler te- do it for I you. Did, you did text me. You just texted me about coffee. We don't need to say anything more about that. I don't want you getting me in trouble. But hmm. you did just text me, and I just texted you back. Yeah, well, why didn't you text me to say, hey, man, would you like to come on? You had to have your handler do it. Because I don't want to get involved because we tend to cross streams and then we mess things up like we did last week when we had to get a Jets person on to talk about Elijah Moore. I didn't even tell Lyman Owen about that. I just figured we would take care of it. Andy got involved, Double A got involved, and then I'm over here going, why did I get involved? And then he was on the station four times in three shows. I go, why did I get involved in getting a Jets guy if you guys all have a Jets guy covered? And I'm not even on the show tomorrow. Like, that's what I was sitting there thinking. Sorry, Vic. So you're doing more work for your team. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Can? I sent Vic a video uh, earlier this week with uh, with some WWE audio and somebody uh, coming down off a ladder that obviously I couldn't <laughs> share on social media. No, you can't. But I, I got to be honest, Ken. What it, what I love that you do send me is when you and your kids are watching um, wrestling. <laughs> that's the best to me because that's you passing on to the next generation of wow. wrestling fans. I get a kick out of it every they time. Just, Keep they, sending them. We just watched Katie Vick together, and they have been mesmerized. Oh, move on from that. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you showing your kids that? There's a plethora of other things on the WWE Network, and you're watching that. Okay, it was either Katie Vick or Hand Baby, so I flipped a coin. Lima, go ahead and oh, ask Hand some Baby, questions. legendary. Even I know about Hand Baby. It's that you know, Hand sh- Baby came back last year at WrestleMania. So why has Shockmaster not come back in a Royal Rumble? How are they leaving that? Okay, That's I wanted. To, I'm glad you brought question. this up, Vic. Somebody tried to start an argument with me. You guys own that content now, right? Uh, uh WCW content. Yeah, you guys own that, right? Correct. Okay, I can bring this up then. Vic Joseph joins us, host of WWE NXT at Vic Joseph WWE. Okay. Somebody tried to start an argument with me about uh, Fred Ottman, who was Tugboat, Tugboat, who was supposed to be the Shockmaster. Yes, Yes, and the Shockmaster. And I said, listen, I am, I don't know wrestling like Vic does. Vic is an inside wrestling guy. I'm a normal person who grew up liking wrestling in about three different phases. Lima is the same way. Because people said, what's the worst thing that ever happened? Or what's the worst gimmick that ever happened in wrestling? And a lot of people were pointing to the Shockmaster. And I said, actually, think about it. It was a guy in a Stormtrooper mask. Let me paint this for you here. Oh, I mean, Vic knows, but some of the people listening might not know. It's a guy in a Stormtrooper mask that's painted over. It's a Stormtrooper helmet that's painted over. And that Ole Anderson was going to do the voiceover. That's what the whole thing was set to be. The guy was supposed to be the Shockmaster. And he mm-hmm. fall, they, they set off the fireworks. He falls through. Famously, he falls through the wall. People are trying not to laugh. And it was a whole big thing. And I said, if they would have actually just went out there and tried to wrestle, it might have killed Fred Ottman on that. But I know who Fred Ottman is because of that moment as a general fan. Does that make any sense to you, Vic? Like, I know him and respect his legacy because I'm like, in a way, he got it over because he killed it right then and there. Well, it's something that we're still talking about today, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I think we need to talk about it more, and that's why I think the Shockmaster needs to make triumphant return, and it's what the people want. Well, you know, you brought up the Hall of Fame. You never know who's going to get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, this year, a referee went in for the first time, right? Yeah, Tim White. Tim White. So anything could happen. Uh, Lima, you want to start it off? 
What I'm waiting, Lima. Congratulations, by the way, Lima. Vic, thank you. Thank you very much. Now I have more time to spend at home and maybe to watch both nights, not one, but two nights of WrestleMania 39. So I ask you this, how do you think the back-to-back nights has impacted WrestleMania, the crown jewel of the wrestling calendar? Well, I think the WWE, we've done a lot of different things recently, such as Saturday premium live events which I wish I had Saturday premium live events as a kid because then I wouldn't be tired going into school on Monday morning. So I think that's a huge advantage. But the two nights is is really cool because it spreads the love over the two days, right? So instead of sitting there, because a lot of people would complain that, oh my gosh, the show is X amount of hours and there's X amount of matches. Well, now you get two days, you get a full weekend of it. Not only do you have night one and night two, Saturday, you also have NXT stand and deliver. Uh, this Friday, you have SmackDown. You have the Hall of Fame immediately following SmackDown. Then you have Raw on Monday. So you really have this huge weekend of events that spread completely out. So people really get a good, for lack of a better phrase, bang for their buck. I, I love it um, as a fan going back all the way to WrestleMania 23, which was the first that I attended and I've been to everyone since. It was like one day and then you're going home. You know, now you have four or five days you can spend in, in a random city that's a destination. That could be your vacation, you know. So I, I think it's really cool, actually. Oh, I, yeah, I'm all right. I want to talk what about something. Did I put you to sleep, Ken? No, 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 well, no. You're, I say, your you're, you're shortstop me. Yeah, but I think he was expecting just <laughs> more PR, yeah. you know, coming coming from well, that's what the point become. of view. That's but what but I think we got a genuine answer in there. Well, that's what I'm trying to give you guys is genuine answers. I I love it. I think it's great. I I think it's better for anybody. If you can come to a city, which we're in Los Angeles, and can spend five days, four days, and get all these different events, if you're a a huge wrestling fan, even if you're a casual wrestling fan, you get two nights of in-ring action of Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, mainstream names. I mean, this is two days of just, pure sports entertainment that you have, and then you get a whole weekend's worth of events. So I think it's really cool for everyone that's involved, and especially the cities that we go to. Okay, so Cody Rhodes is going to win on Sunday night, right? I don't know, Ken. I mean, he's got to win. I can't tell right? you. He's got to win. You can't just have Roman Reigns just beat Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Come I on. I mean, everyone thought the Undertaker streak was going to live forever. I didn't. I thought he was going to lose to somebody. I didn't see you Brock Lesnar. That was a swerve. I should have seen so, it coming when you think about you, it. You never, you never know. That's why it's, it is what it is. That's why we, we play the game, right? That's why you have the match. That's why you have the fight. I do want to say something about Cody, though. What? People always talk about the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. And Stardust is on I don't think Dusty it. Rhodes' name gets mentioned enough for that, to be on that. Why wouldn't it? Wait, you don't think it gets mentioned enough? or? Yeah, I think everyone's always talking about the – the Undertakers and, and the Shawn Michaels and oh. the Bret Hart's and the John Cena's, rightfully so. And I think a name that gets overlooked that maybe needs to be in the conversation a little bit more is Dusty Rhodes. Tell me more. I know you're a huge Dusty fan. Tell me more. That was uh, honestly, honestly, Ken, Ken will will do the impressions, right? I mean, Kenny will do the impressions till the cows come home. But the entire family, I mean, they deserve their place. They deserve they really their flowers. Do. They deserve their flowers. Uh, great Vic, as, great uh, way to bring it towards as Nick Wilson likes to say. You know, yeah, the, the flowers. And, and you're right because, look, Dustin Rhodes, Goldust, right? 
people are going to talk about that forever. Cody Rhodes has had an amazing story. Will he finish it this weekend? I don't know. Back to Ken's point. But for Dusty Rhodes to have two sons that are first ballot Hall of Famers, to still have his fingerprints on today of a Roman Reigns and a Seth Rollins and a Becky Lynch and the list goes on daily, and to still have molded what NXT was to what NXT currently is today, his fingerprints are on generations, not just the generation now, but generations to come, which is why I think Dusty Rhodes needs to be brought up in that Mount Rushmore conversation a lot more. We're talking to Vic right now. We love having Vic Joseph on, host of WWE NXT. You can follow him at Vic Joseph WWE. I want to know, more importantly than all of this and all these great storylines, I want to know what your role is in the lead-up to this, the week of WrestleMania, and then what it's going to be like for someone like you now that you've been through this before. How, uh, how do you, how busy do they keep you during this week? Well, you guys are my first stop, actually, on this on this whirlwind of a week, and I and I love coming on and talking with you guys. Love seeing you guys um, when I'm back in Cleveland. So Saturday afternoon for you, Saturday morning for me in Los Angeles, NXT stand and deliver, and that's something that's special for me because a fellow Clevelander, Johnny Gargano, is on that show, and we always talked about. And Ken, you remember coming to the. The Commissioner T, baby. 45, 50 people, and Johnny and I would be on the show. And, one guy, I and, thought that one guy was going to follow you into the parking lot. I swear, look, <laughs> Lyman, there was a guy, and I'm like, at first, because I was like, man, this guy's taking it. And I was like, no, he's he's buying in. He's really enjoying himself. This guy I thought was going to actually fight Vic. I thought he was going to hey. come over the rail and attack Vic. I swear to well, God. I, I had you there as backup, thankfully, even though you probably wouldn't have done anything. No, I wouldn't to, have done anything. So, you know, I, I get to be a part of. Um, a Johnny Gargano match for the first time ever on WrestleMania weekend. And that's something that he and I have always talked about for the last 10, 15 years of, of knowing each other and, and being in this journey together. So that is very special for me personally. Wait, Vic, I, I, I got to interrupt you real quick because I often thought as a child that I had a chance, maybe when I was like 10 years old, I'm like, I want to be one of the announcers Somebody, remember they used to do those those uh, those one on ones before or after a match in the back, and then I always got nervous though because I was like, at some point you're going to be humiliated. At some point you're going to have your pants pulled down in front of fifty thousand people and millions that are watching at home. Is there anything that Vic Joseph wouldn't do if it was part of an amazing storyline? Is there anything you'd have to put the stop sign up for? Um, no, probably not. Uh, if I I guess if I had to give you an answer. I'd say anything involving my kids. Okay. I probably w- would have to really think about something. Um, obviously, my wife Mackenzie is the backstage interviewer on NXT, and so if there was something that I had to go hug or kiss another female, I probably don't oh, know if I would do second. that. Wait a I'd second. It's all for the there. company. Hold on. She'd understand. Yeah. If anybody would understand, she'd understand. Come she on, She may, Vic. but I'm just answering the question as truthfully as I can. I, I would say definitely the kids would be one, but even right now with, with uh, Johnny Gargano and, and Grayson Waller, I've been involved in this. And it's been uncomfortable at times. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't play, I don't play these roles. And Grayson as serious as it gets, does not like Johnny Gargano. And I don't know why, and he's the one who brought me into this, and when he comes up to the desk, I mean, he's 
six, every bit of six foot four. He's mm-hmm. twice the size as I am, and straight shooting. He's threatened me a, yeah. a few times. But what so. if it was like a Billy and Chuck storyline? I mean, that's still iconic, right? I don't even know what you're referencing. Well, a, I don't <laughs> well, even you, know what you're referencing. You know what? Go back on WWE Network on Peacock there, Ken, and, and educate yourself a little bit. Yeah, I feel like Lima, was, you get big points, by the way, for knowing that story. The time. Told I me f- to educate myself. That always goes over well. I feel like there was a little bit of innuendo. <laughs> That's all I'm saying with, with uh, some of those greats. So I, it was just always a question I had because I always feared getting my pants pulled down in front of everybody, which I felt I was ask, part of every storyline at one point in WWE history. <laughs> I, I think the scariest, yeah. Lima, the scariest I've ever been was when Brock Lesnar put his hands on me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh! I wanted to ask. I wanted to that. ask him another. No, 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 but before oh, that, I wanted to ask oh, him a question. Hold on, hold on. Vic, uh, Vic Joseph joins us. Vic Joseph from WWE. I swear to God, By that was the way, an honest Ken, mistake. If you honest go back mistake. to last year's Stan Liver, I almost said my real name. That's how nervous really? I was. I said Vic Tra- uh, Joseph and Wade Barrett. I, I blacked out because we were in Dallas and the crowd was the first time NXT had been back on the road because of the pandemic. Yeah, and the energy was there, and I was I just. <laughs> I blacked out for a moment. <laughs> live on live on uh, premium live in pay per view, whatever it was. At the time. I blacked out for a moment. Almost said my real name. They would have killed you <laughs> on the on the on the <laughs> dirt sheets. Hey, oh, um, yeah. would it be weird? Uh, Lima, I, Lima wanted to ask you something. But I'm going to ask you something right now. If I ever got to meet the Undertaker, would it be weird if I thanked him for all the years? No, you absolutely should. I thank him for all okay. the years. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I think. Um, it's weird because my hero growing up was Shawn Michaels. And now I get to work with Shawn Michaels every single week. I sit in meetings with him. You know, he texts me. Uh, he, he'll say, hey, I need to talk to you. And that was like my – that was the guy. That would be like Dale Earnhardt for you, Ken. You, you know, getting a message or working with or, hey, come in the car with me. And so – I've had those conversations with Sean. I've had those conversations with Triple H. I've had those conversations with Edge about, you know, the things that you guys did had such an impact on me Mm. that it actually made me want to pursue a career. You gave me a passion in life. And that's something I think doesn't get talked about enough or or, or brought up that it's not just about what happens in the ring. It's, It's really about the the stories and how you touch people and, and how you can connect with individuals. And so those guys influenced me in such a way that then I wanted to pursue a dream. And I get to be one of the lucky ones that gets to do that every single Tuesday or this week at WrestleMania. So, no, I think if you ever met him, you absolutely should do it, 100%. All right, but the old adage is that you never truly want to meet your heroes. They almost always underdeliver on what you have thought about in your mind your whole life has that ever happened you don't have to mention anybody specific but has that happened since you've gotten a chance to meet so many of the people that you grew up watching no not yet and i'm not i'm saying that because i'm sure it will happen someday uh you know i go back to to edge and the guy gave me his elbow pads that he competed and i've never said this publicly i don't think um the gear he wore when he returned and won the Royal Rumble a few years ago, he gave me those elbow pads and he signed them for me and said, for as long as I've known you, I'm proud of what you've done. And so I have those in the display case, getting to work with Shawn Michaels every single week, uh, texts I get from triple H working with Beth Phoenix, Wade Barrett, like all these people have, 
been so Michael Cole. I mean, all these people that I grew up watching, even Jerry Lawler, have been so great and gracious that no, nothing really has has gone that way. I guess maybe the only person I've ever met that was like, ugh, was Braylon Edwards. <laughs> when I was, you know, coming to Brown's training camp and just like off-putting and rude, but I wouldn't necessarily call him a hero. So yeah, that's true. I, I'd say no. Uh, you mentioned earlier Brock Lesnar. I wanted to ask about Logan Paul. Yeah, but I had a question before. This will this all work together. You mentioned a former UFC great, and now I feel like guys are coming through the wrestling ranks, um, like college wrestling, national champions. Was it a Minnesota kid a couple of years ago, Owen? Stevenson. Gable. Yeah, that was Gable. Yeah, he dude, was an Olympic gold medalist. Too. Olympic gold medalist, too. And he was doing backflips and are like, this guy is going to be great in whatever he does, whether it's yeah. UFC or WWE. Uh, have you found any one of these to be a better breeding ground for the next the, the next eligible big-time WWE star? I think the NIL, the NIL program we have is pretty unique if you want to dive into that Lima because you are very smart when you take a look at some of the things and connecting dots. I will give you that much credit, even though Ken doesn't credit you enough. Um, it, it's really interesting because we have a couple of guys around the show this Saturday at Stand and Deliver that are in the Triple Threat Tag Team match that are Ohio guys. They're the Creed brothers. One went to Duke and was an all-ACC amateur. The other one went to Otterbein and never lost to the NCAA. So that's interesting to me. Um, Gable's brother is also in NXT. So there's a lot of different amateurs. I mean, there's a, a Kale Dixon played baseball at Indiana. There, uh, Tiffany Stratton, who's in the ladder match this weekend, was a United States gymnast. So there's all these different avenues that different people are coming through that it's really interesting to see because since I got here, it was always independent wrestlers, the Johnny Garganos, the Tommaso Champas, And now to see them taking pure athletes like Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, and putting them into a training program, it's pretty spectacular to watch, actually. I don't know that there's necessarily a better way to go about it, but um, I don't think there's going to be anybody that's ever been like Brock Lesnar. He is a once-in-a-generation type individual, the alpha male of our species, as Pat McAfee put it. But I, I do think there's a lot to be said from taking amateurs and all different avenues of sports and trying to mold them into a sports entertainer. How's Logan Paul to deal with? I love Logan Paul. I've never had a bad meeting with Logan Paul, to, to be honest. Another Ohio guy. Um, I think people get the wrong impression about the guy. Oh, oh yeah, I, he is an Ohio guy, yeah? Okay. Yeah, he is. And there's nothing wrong with Ohio guys to me when they come to the WWE. Um, right, Vic, what, what is he like, though, because he seems like he's in perpetual character at all times. Uh, which he's probably, high energy, man, but so are you. Yeah, but and everybody what, loves you, Lima. Nah. But what is it like at the table behind the scenes? You're just enjoying some Starbucks and high you're, energy, you're shooting, the, shooting the you-know-what. What is he like? Oh, you got to go to He's great. I, I, again, I've never had a bet. He's there. He's honest. If he doesn't like something, he speaks up. And, and that's what I think is a misconception about a lot of people like Logan Paul coming in is that when he speaks up about something, it's taken in a negative way. At least he's not lying about anything. He's speaking his truth. He's being honest about what he wants to do. Does and what that he go wants over well with everybody, with people that may be stubborn sure, in position of power? Doesn't with I'm sure it, it, it doesn't, but look at what the guy has done when he stepped into the ring, mm-hmm. the, the, the matches he's had with Roman Reigns, with The Miz, and he's going to have another great one with Seth Freak, freaking Rollins this, this weekend. So I've never had a bad run-in with him. 
That being said, I'm not loved by everybody in the WWE, and not everybody loves everybody else the same way. So do people get rubbed the wrong way by Logan Paul? I'm sure. But I have never had a bad run-in with him, and I've been around him only a handful of times, so it's not a big, you know thing to look at is can like four or five ex- times I've had a conversation now that you've been around him can you explain to people that may not know who just think this is this always just a gimmick just how innovative those brothers are how much they're worth how great they are just making money every step of the way are you trying to get me to get you in with the Paul brothers yes, if, you could. if you could to- I did a sterling interview with them Ken sat it out Ken refused to be a part of the interview. It was during COVID. Why, Ken? Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. I, he didn't respect him at the time. I don't know if he does now. He was a jank, yeah. You, you take a look at a guy who has done um, – he's done the WWE thing. He's got prime energy drink, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's a mainstream name. Uh, he's built himself. I don't know as much about Jake as I do about Logan. Um, I, I just don't, but – Everything that I've known about the guy is he is a self-made, self-motivated individual, and he's not scared to take risks. Where's this all going? Where's this all going as Vince McMahon uh, gets closer and closer to stepping away for good? Oh, that's above my pay grade, Mima. Oh God, what a yeah, safe answer! Speculate on. Come on, well, it shoot. sounds like Let's maybe uh, you feel you no. should be elevated to that pay grade to then have a comment. Cut on through this. the crap. When's Jim Cornette get in the Hall of Fame? That's what everyone's asking. That's your guy, Ken. That is your guy. I again. When's Bruce Pritchard getting in the Hall of Fame? It's all politics. Sooner you know rather than later. You know who? You know who should be in the Hall of Fame? Who? It's two names: Slick. Rick Amato Martel and Taka Michinoku. What about the great Muda? He's in the Hall of Fame. Muda's going in this year. year. Matter of fact, he goes in Friday after uh, Friday evening. (laughs) He's streaming exclusively on Peacock. (laughs) I'm said it to be a smart ass, and he's going in this weekend. (laughs) Lima, I'm very impressed with your current knowledge that you knew he was going in for a beautiful, easy segue for me. That's why you're. Is your name on the show yet? No. His name is on the show. His name is on the show. You know, I, I do miss coming. In all honesty, I do miss coming back to Cleveland oh, because I am there. I do listen to you guys. No, you don't. Are you, there, be- Are you ever coming back? Are you ever coming back? I come back all the time. I was just there at the Cavs game you a couple weeks ago. You didn't call me up. I mean, we we had a great time in Vegas once, and I guess that's that's the last time we ever hang out. You guys actually FaceTime yeah, that, you while you I came once. I came to Cleveland and had a great time with with well, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Great individual. Had a great time at the Cavs game. Had a lot of fun. But the greatest thing you two have ever given me, Ken. I started getting get-go coffee just because of you. <laughs> I see it on your social media feed all the time. And when I'm there, especially in the winter months, because being in Florida now, I need a hot cup of joe. There it is. I stop at get-go. There you go. Free, uh, free coffee Monday, by the way. Woo, free coffee Mondays. Wow. Yeah, get-go, man. See but I do details. thank you guys for having me on. Are you guys going to watch WrestleMania this weekend? Look at him getting us wait, off the wait, phone because he's got another thing what to do. What is your biggest interview of the day? Biggest show? Probably you guys. Fabulous sports, babe. Come on. Yeah, probably you guys. Today, you guys. Vic, mm. thank you for the time. Hey, thank you guys. All right, bye. There, there goes Vic. <laughs> That's the end of that. What did we FaceTime you? I know we were in Vegas. Uh, I don't remember the well, FaceTime. Now that he's off the dot, you know what? I don't want any PR people listening. I can't tell it on this podcast. Wait a, wait a podcast when his PR person is definitely off the line, and then we'll... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who listens to the show, you know what they were FaceTiming me, but I can't tell you guys what they were FaceTiming me.
I just remember us doing a little pub crawl there in Vegas. Oh, that's it? That's right. Well, look more like a dead sprint to me, <laughs> but uh, either way. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.